everybody well today is the big one it's the great pumpkin charlie brown um we did it <laughs> we're at the great pumpkin not because we ran out before now honestly this is just um they've been going in a very of a whims dis whims whimsy whimsical order that doesn't seem like the correct word. I don't, I don't think much of my life is something I would describe as whimsical. Whimsical. But here we are. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole of uh, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, just because I'm going to assume most people are familiar with it. I wasn't actually sure that I had ever seen it. But then when I watched it, I was like, oh, I've definitely seen this. Because I remembered very distinctly... So the story of the Great Pumpkin, in brief, is Linus believes in this character called the Great Pumpkin, who's basically the Santa Claus of Halloween. Um, he's like the Easter Bunny of Halloween. And so, uh, and you know, he comes to visit the kid who believes in him the most in a pumpkin patch. You know, the kid waits in a pumpkin patch, and whoever has the most faith in him, that's who the Great Pumpkin comes to, to visit. And, um... You know, so he doesn't go trick-or-treating. He just waits for the Great Pumpkin all night. And who, of course, doesn't show up. <laughs> um, so then uh, I there's this sequence in it. So basically, the Great Pumpkin, though, is made up of what feels like several different Peanuts comic strips all put into just basically stacked end-to-end uh, -end with this Great Pumpkin thread kind of running through as sort of the connective tissue. And, um, you know, it's like, if you think about it like a, a popcorn string that you'd put on a Christmas tree, the Great Pumpkin story is the, the string, and then the popcorn is all the different things that happen. You know, such as the classic Charlie Brown missing the football thing, which I guess uh, this really cemented as a main Peanuts thing, as well as Snoopy being a World War I fighting ace. I always thought he was being the Red Baron, but he was trying to shoot down the Red Baron, which I was like, well, that makes a lot more sense because the Red Baron was the bad guy, right? Hashtag cancel Snoopy. Um, so the, here's some things, though, that I uh, really <laughs> thought were funny about it. I mean, okay. Um, I like that Snoopy is a real asshole. Like, I didn't remember this. And Poonmaster Flex did remember this. So I was like, I guess you must have watched a lot more Peanuts than I did. But like, <laughs> so Linus is writing a letter to the Great Pumpkin. And, uh, oh, by the, okay, sorry. The sequence I remembered is Linus writes a letter to the Great Pumpkin and he's going to put it in the mailbox. But the mailbox is too high for him to reach. So he uses his blanket basically as a whip. 
uh, or like Indiana Jones's whip to like open, grab the handle of the mailbox and then like open it and then toss the, uh, the letter in and it goes in. And I was like, I have a very, that's like burned into my brain, that little sequence. So I was like, okay, I've definitely seen this before. Um, but anyway, Snoopy is a total asshole and it's so fucking great. Cause like Linus is writing this letter and everybody's like, oh, what a blockhead, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And Snoopy sees what he's doing and just is laughing his ass off. And he's like falling all over Lucy, who looks very annoyed that Snoopy is like, he's like leaning over and falling on top of her because he's laughing so hard. And he's like, wah, wah, wah. you know, and he can't help it. He's dying laughing because he's like, get any, you know, gesturing to Linus, like, get a load of this fucking idiot. And that I. It's cruel, but it was so funny. Like it, it was funny to me that he's so cruel. Um, I guess you know I'm used to like fucking wishbone, and he's like a kid's best friend. And then you got Snoopy, who's just like, look at this fucking idiot, right into the great pumpkin. What a dumbass, you know. <laughs> and I guess he's kind of always like that, which I didn't know. But <laughs> fucking great. It's so funny. Um, the other big one is, you know, this has been credited for basically helping popularize Halloween as a holiday, especially for like the baby boomer generation, which is important because, you know, that's who raised me. So it's good to know that, you know, uh, that probably helped make Halloween like a big thing for my childhood because my mom was like into it to at least some degree. Um, but the big thing I wanted to talk about was the I got a rock thing. So everybody's trick or treating and, you know, they're like, I got this. I got this. And Charlie Brown keeps going. I got a rock. Right. So, so here's supposedly what happened, according to a Washington Post article. Supposedly, Charles Schultz, who everyone called Sparky, um, came up with the rock idea. Right. And he was like, we should have Charlie Brown get a rock. And and then the other people working on the movie gave him some pushback. And so then he was like, you know what? Fine. Fuck you. He's going to get three rocks now. How do you like me now, bitch? He probably didn't say bitch. He's not Jesse from Breaking Bad, but you get the idea. He basically was like, not only do I think this is funny, but the fact that you guys think it's not funny makes me certain that it's so funny that we got to do it. Um, so he gets three rocks instead of just one. And then, so, so supposedly kids felt so bad for Charlie Brown that, um, they sent candy in to Charlie Brown, like to the studio that made it because they felt bad for Charlie Brown, which I found very sweet and likely apocryphal, but you know, uh, still funny. But then I was, I got to thinking cause I was like. What are the like what are the going theories about why Charlie Brown gets a rock? Because like it, it getting a rock, I was like, well, first I wondered, like, is that something that would happen back in the day? Like, okay, if I was in the if I was trick-or-treating in the 60s and uh I went to a house and that house was like, we don't have any candy, would they just dump a rock into your bag so they that you would think that they gave you candy, but they really didn't? Or, like, was this a thing that they would do as a joke? 
you know, on trick-or-treaters or something. I found no evidence to this. So, my, my uh, going theory that I'm going to try to popularize is that this is a supernatural occurrence uh, that's, you know, the Great Pumpkin is doing this. So the Great Pumpkin is punishing Charlie Brown for not sticking by his friend Linus and believing in the Great Pumpkin and is actually transforming the candy that goes into Charlie Brown's bag into a rock every time uh, because, you know, that's, <laughs> that's the punishment. But, I, you know, I was trying to figure this out and I was like, I wonder if anyone else has any theories. So I looked up and I did find on Reddit uh, the subreddit Ask Science Fiction some theories that I found quite entertaining. So here we go. Um, user Dirty Bastard 13. Um, oh, so the question is why did they just happen to have a rock with them and why did they decide to give it to Charlie Brown instead of candy? Uh, because while they don't understand the details, the universe is punishing Charlie Brown. Um, his kid will one day father Caillou. Um, also, they are jerks and his costume sucked. Which. Yeah, I mean, all the kids are dressed like a ghost or a witch, and his, I don't know why his ghost costume has multiple holes in it, but, you know, I guess that's just, just part of being Charlie Brown. Uh, user deleted. My thought process is that adults hate Charlie Brown just as much as kids do, and they got a rock in preparation so they could give it to him. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. It's very funny for me to think <laughs> in the Peanuts world, <laughs> every, every person is like that fucking idiot. Char I hate Charlie Brown so much. Like not, not only kids, not only kids are picking on him, but the adults actively hate him. Like I always interpreted the Peanuts as Charlie Brown is dumped on by the universe. You know, it's just kind of, it's nothing that anyone's really doing. It's more, well, with the exception of like Lucy. Lucy is like the most literal interpretation of, you know, she pulls the football out from under him, pulls the rug out from under him, right? But like every other person is just kind of like, I don't know, he's just got the worst luck. It's kind of, it's like Charlie Brown's lot in life is to be a lightning rod for all that stuff for whatever reason. But, but I like the idea that just everybody kind of actively hates him for no reason. You know what I mean? Um, okay, here's a theory from Mr. Friend Computer. Uh, just like how the adults talk in Want Want, it's a kid's perception of things. The adults are just saying stuff the kids don't understand or care about, so it's literally a background warble. So what this person is saying is that, like, he's not, okay, maybe he's not getting literal rocks, but he gets candy he doesn't like, and the perception filter shows it as a rock. Um, I think that's a incredibly dumb theory you know what i mean because like i got a rock that's not like an analogous thing of i got a rock you know what i mean that makes no sense and uh that's a terrible theory much worse than the great pumpkin doing it theory okay um let's see because some people are just assholes and good old Charlie Brown had the typical for him bad luck to run into nothing but assholes while trick-or-treating. Really, he should count himself lucky that he only got rocks and no poison or razor blades hiding in trees. <laughs> oh, man. 
it, basically the rest of this is like it's Charlie Brown's luck. His whole thing is to get shit on nonstop because he's a loser, mope, wet sock, and stupid. <laughs> he never stands up for himself and always falls for the same dumb trick. <laughs> he's the Spider-Man of the Peanuts. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, someone says, local tradition. You give rocks to kids with shitty costumes. It's their punishment for not making an effort. Um, yeah. But then this person, I think, very correctly points out, that's a terrible idea. Like, here, child, have an object roughly able to fit in your palm comfortably, meant to insult your poor work. I'll trust you not to hurl it at my house. <laughs> the, last, the last person who commented on this, uh, because why the fuck not? Why not beat a kid while he's already crippled on the ground? <laughs> Um, this other person does say, according to my grandmother, who would have been only a few years older than Charlie Brown during his debut, Halloween in the 30s and 40s was a much more confrontational affair than it is now. TPing and even egging arbitrary houses was a common practice for kids, and some households probably felt the desire to reply in kind. Okay, maybe. <laughs> anyway, I just, I liked the idea of... <laughs> Charlie Brown, I've never thought of Peanuts that way, but basically is like Charles Schultz created a world designed to be cruel to Charlie Brown, and that's the beginning and end of it. 